say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Horizon. I appreciate you all joining me as we take another look at the murder of Gabby Petito and now the manhunt for Brian Laundrie. When we left off earlier today, we were talking about the autopsy results that were going to be coming in. Well, those autopsy results are in, and the cause of death, according to the coroner, is manual strangulation. So, what that means is he used his bare hands to strangle the life out of her. And not to get too graphic or into too much detail, it's not like in the movies when you strangle somebody. It doesn't happen quickly. Take four to six minutes in some some cases. So this wasn't an accidental situation. You don't accidentally choke somebody to death, right? You know, I was thinking that it would be, he would have gotten to a rage, he might have hit her, she fell, hit her head on a rock, something like that. But this is even more dark, more draconian. And to think what it must have been like for her to be in this this piece of shit's grasp. The person she loved the most on this planet, besides her parents, maybe more than her parents, but somebody who was up there as one of the people she loved the most and trusted the most. And for her last moments to be looking up at him while he's throttling her is just enough to make me physically ill. And with these reports coming back of the cause of death, I don't think that there's any debate or argument at this point, right? I mean, legally speaking, there is. And of course, piece of shit, barefoot man is uh, um, allowed to have his rights, right? He's entitled to his rights. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to sit here and tell you how I really feel about the dude. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious what occurred here. And of course, law enforcement's going to go about it the way they're going to go about it and, you know, build their case however they plan on doing it. But now that this cause of death is in and it's a reality that this piece of shit strangled her to death, it is beyond the pale, folks. And I can't even imagine the fear and the terror that that Gabby must have been in when this was occurring. And also, the coroner stated that the, the time of death was 
roughly three to four weeks since the body was found. So it does fall right into the timeline of the 27th-ish that we've been talking about a lot. So it all seems to make sense now, right? And again, this is what I was talking about in the very beginning with the timeline and why it's so crucial to get it right and to get it sessed out. Because if you have a proper timeline that you're working on, or working off of, I should say, then you're going to have less of a chance to make an error or miss something. And now that the coroner is saying that the date lines up, then it makes a lot more sense that after the Tex-Mex joint blow up, they go to this campsite, they're fighting all day, right? You would think if he's that incensed that he goes in and out four times of the Tex-Mex joint going ham, yelling and screaming or whatever, you know, crying that his taquitos were too much money or whatever it might be. They get into the car. Gabby's probably had enough at this point, so much so she had to apologize for old boy. And then things escalated. They get to the campsite. They're jawing at each other, whatever the hell the case may be. I don't know. I wasn't there. But they get to the campsite. They pull off in a dispersed campsite. And for those of you who don't know what a dispersed campsite is, it's not a maintained campsite. There's no bathrooms. There's none of that stuff. It's just a place where you can camp on dispersed land, usually BLM land. So it's not like a place where it's bustling with activity for the most part. People go out there to do some boondocking in RVs, you know, that kind of thing. It's not the, the kind of place where you usually see big groups of people camping and stuff. So they get there, they pull into their little area next to where they want to be uh, camping for the night or hanging out for the night, set up their campsite. This dirty son of a bitch does what he does and leaves her there after strangling the life from her, leaves her there to go on his merry little hike to, I don't know what, form an alibi, whatever it may be. But then everything else unfolds after that, and we get from where we were to where we are today with the cause of death, and it starts to make a little bit more sense, right? You could see how it would unfold more. There's more context there, there's more to see, and it, it really makes a lot of sense that this was the tipping point. The Tex-Mex situation, the blow-up, and what's funny about that is that he had just come back from Florida a few days before. What are you so enraged about, bro? Why are you going so crazy? So this is obviously something that's been building. This wasn't something that just happened overnight and, you know, he lost his shit. Now, I'm not saying it was premeditated. I have no idea. But what I will say is that this kind of, of murder, going about it this way, st- uh, manually strangle, uh, strangling somebody, is one of the coldest, most brutal ways to do it. You're literally staring them in their eyes as you choke the life out of them. And this isn't some stranger, someone who has done you great harm or great wrong or has hurt your family. It's supposed to be the person you love the most in the whole world. And your sick ass throttles her and chokes the life out of her. It is beyond the pale, folks. And it makes me beyond angry. Now, I was hoping beyond hope that this wouldn't be the outcome. My mom called it. My mom said right away, she, you know, 
she reads all kinds of this uh, true crime stuff and all of that. And she said a lot of these times, this is the case, right? So I didn't have, I had no idea. I was guessing a fight happened and, you know, got too out of control, blah, blah, blah. But this is on a whole nother level of evil. Strangling somebody? And again, it is not like the movies. It's not an easy thing to accomplish. So what I wanted to do is hear from the coroner himself a couple of clips from what he had to say today. And then we're going to jump over to talk a little bit more about the definitions of manual strangulation and throttling and stuff like that. But first, let's jump into what the coroner had to say about his results. After a detailed investigation by our forensic pathologist, our anthropologist, and local law enforcement, with assistance from the FBI, the Teton County Coroner Office, Coroner's Office is filing the following verdict in the death of Gabrielle Venora Petito. We hereby find the cause and manner of death to be the cause, death by strangulation, and manner is homicide, he said. So there's no room for debate here, okay? Gabby was murdered. And the last person that was with her was Brian Laundrie. The same guy who just happens to disappear and now is on the run. Yeah, okay, not guilty or anything. You look great. The optics are great there, pal. Why don't you come home and have a melon party? Come on back home and there'll be a bunch of melons waiting for you. You know, all of the good stuff that you love so much. What a sick, twisted individual. Come home, and then to to even add on to that, I don't want to digress too much, but to add on to the sickness of it all, to come home, go on that camping trip with your parents, your sister and your, your niece and your nephew or whatever, after you just, those same very hands that you're hugging them with, that you just choked the life of Gabby out of? What sort of depraved son of a bitch? Now again, I'm not qualified to label somebody or try and break down their mental state, but this is a cold, calculating son of a bitch if you're asking me. Anyone that can do that, what he did, and then go on this camping trip, that's some wild shit. Now, I guess I shouldn't be shocked if you have the the evilness in you to choke out the person you love the most or supposed to love the most, then I guess going on about your life after it is not that big of a stretch. But it's really hard for me to wrap my mind around it. It is just unbelievably sad that this girl, her life ended the way it did. The final moments of her life, staring up at this disgusting dude. Um, He also said that law enforcement took DNA samples from Petito's body and she was not pregnant. Now, there was a lot of talk about that. A lot of people, you know, this, this same kind of people that were talking about bunkers and whatnot. And again, that's why I didn't even bother bringing it up here on the show. If you've noticed, the pattern is, unless it's talked about in the media, I very rarely even touch on it here. That way we just stay out of the confusion, right? Now, again, that doesn't mean I don't believe any of the other stuff. It's just not what we know. It's what, what can be proved, right? And, and I don't want to get too far off, of course. So I never really, you know, 
one way or the other, gave too much thought to that speculation about her being pregnant. I hadn't seen any evidence pointing towards that. Now, of course, you could speculate that that could be motive for why he would want to kill her. He doesn't want a kid, this, that, the other thing. Definitely a valid point. But I didn't see anything out of a, a credible source, or in any source, in fact, that, you know, has been covering the case that would be worth adding it to the catalog. So that question was definitely brought up during this press conference, and according to him, she was not pregnant. And like I said, the time of death was estimated to be three to four weeks before her body was found. So again, that puts it right in the time frame of the whole freak out of the Piggly Wiggly, and then what is even more chilling, the last text that was sent to Gabby's mom was obviously sent by Brian. Now think about that for a minute. Not only do you get to strangle the, her, Gabby to death, now you're sending texts to her mom making pretend you're her? So yeah, I really would love to see this dude captured. I'd love to see him get that speedy trial everybody likes to talk about. Well, unless, you know, unless you're Khalif Browder, then you don't get a speedy trial. But I'd like to see a nice speedy trial. Then I'd like to see a nice harsh conviction. And I'd like to see him put underneath the prison for the rest of his life. Because somebody like this can't be rehabilitated. I'm all about rehabilitation within the justice system. And those of you who are familiar with my work, you know it's an ongoing theme that I'm always talking about. But some people can't be fixed. You're a sex trafficker. You can't be fixed. You're involved in raping women and children. You can't be fixed. There is no path to redemption for you. So I hope that whatever penalties they splash old boy with are the harshest on the books. Because I have no tolerance for people who hurt women, for people who hurt children. None at all. Uh, he also added that under Wyoming state law, the only the cause and the manner of the death are released after an autopsy is conducted. And he also said that no other information about her death would be released. So that makes sense, right? They don't want to release too much. And we thought that that would be the case when we were talking earlier. Um, and in fact, this is a lot more being released here by them than I even thought that we would hear about. I figured they'd say, you know, one way or the other. But, I, you know, this is a little more than I thought, honestly. So that's what the coroner had to say, folks. And that's where it's at as far as the, the autopsy results and it being a homicide. Now, I also wanted to talk a little bit about the difference between manual strangulation and uh, ligature strangulation. Now, what this is, what the coroner says happened here, is manual strangulation. So, for, uh, for this little, little blurb here, we're going to take it right out of the old Wikipedia. Manual strangulation is strangling with the hands, fingers, or other extremities, and sometimes also with blunt objects such as batons. Depending on how the strangling is performed, it may compress the airway, interfere with the flow of blood in the neck, or work as a combination of the two. Consequently, manual strangulation may damage the larynx and fracture the hyoid or other bones in the neck. Now, the hyoid bone is a real small little bone inside of your neck. And uh, 
when you're when when you have these kinds of traumatic strangulations, a lot of times that hyoid bone is broken, as we saw with Jeffrey Epstein. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Um, In cases of airway compression, manual strangling leads to the frightening sensation of air hunger and may induce violent struggling. So I don't even want to imagine. Right? Can you, I mean, think about it. This is the way he chose to go about this? This sick, cowardly, prick bastard. Manual strangulation is common in situations of domestic violence and is regarded by experts as an especially severe form of domestic violence due to its extremely frightening and potentially lethal nature and an observed correlation between non-fatal strangulation and domestic violence and future homicide. Now, this is significant right here because when Gabby says in that body cam footage about him grabbing her face, you know that's not the first time, and you know this wasn't the first time that he strangled her. And it's, it's so sad to think that this is how she spent her final few seconds of her life or her final few minutes of her life. It is just so beyond the pale of unforgivable, whatever word you want to insert, it's fitting. You want to talk about having anger and visceral rage? Can you imagine as a history, as a form of capital punishment? During the 18th century, as a sentence of death by throttling would be passed upon the verdict of a court-martial for the crime of desertion from the British Army. So, look, it is not a good way to go, okay? And, you know, there are the, like it says here in the article, there are more technical variants of manual strangulation, and they're referred to as strangleholds or chokeholds. So, anyone familiar with UFC or MMA you know, jujitsu, they know what a controlled chokehold is. I know when I was training, I've been choked out more times than I can possibly count. And every single time, it's terrifying. But imagine there's no tapping out. Imagine what she felt like. So yeah, I'd really like to see the FBI get their ass in gear and bring old boy in. Enough of the BS. This is, again, too much, right? This is just uh, just too much of a horrible way to go. And I really, truly hope that they find this dude very soon. Now, a lig- uh, ligature strangulation, obviously, is uh, strangling with some form of cord, such as a rope, a wire, chain, shoelaces, or partially or fully circumfencing uh, the neck. So, you know, like I was saying, you wrap up a shirt, a shoelace, whatever it may be, that would be ligature strangulation. That's not what occurred here. He didn't use a device or a garrote or anything like that. According to this coroner's report, someone, i.e. last person who was with her, strangled her to death with their bare hands. 
Let that sink in for a little bit, folks. And if you're not fired up now, I don't know how this can't make you fired up because it makes me enraged. And the people that have been so reluctant to name this dude a real suspect, I just don't even know what to say about them. You know, you see, I see like these dudes trying to come up with any excuse to, to you know, uh, excuse Brian. And I just don't understand that thought pattern. I don't understand that way of thinking. I would think that if you're supposedly some kind of alpha male, some kind of dude who considers himself, you know, a tough guy or whatever, this kind of shit would make you so angry it's not even funny. I know for me, this is the worst of the worst kinds of crimes. And people who try and defend somebody like Brian Laundrie, man, I don't even know what to say about people like that. Mainly incels living in their parents' basement is my guess. But the manner of death here, folks, is just... It's just too much. It's gross. It's disgusting. And I don't even know how Brian Laundrie's parents can sit there and not come out with a statement now. I mean, you could defend them until you're blue in the face if you want, I guess, and say, well, we don't even know how she died, blah, blah, blah. Look, dude, let's be very honest, okay? Your son was with this girl, his fiance. He comes home without her in her van, and she's left to rot at some campsite. And now we get the results of the the autopsy and it says it's homicide and you still have nothing to say? So I have no remorse for these people. Now, obviously, I don't think people should be protesting their, their house because of the neighbors and stuff like that. But I have no remorse for these people as far as empathy. I think they're shitty human beings at the very least. And while that, not, that might not uh, get you arrested or anything... It certainly makes you a shitty human being, doesn't it? So, I just wanted to get into that a little bit too, make that point, uh, the differences a little bit, and talk about um, manual strangulation as far as, uh, as opposed to um, ligature strangulation, because there is some confusion, and it's confusing stuff, right? Not all of us are into this true crime stuff. I know I'm not one of those people for the most part. I don't even watch these shows on TV. I can't tell you the last time I watched some kind of procedural crime show, unless it's a documentary with some kinds of, uh, you know, uh, nonsense going on, like uh, Murder in the Wild over on Hulu, stuff like that. But like CSI or cop shows in general, they don't do it for me. You know, I don't, I, I can't sit around and root for the cops and stuff. So I'm not really like a huge true crime fan or anything like that. But, this case is just so wild and so crazy. And the fact that this dude is nowhere to be seen is just a little too much. Now, also, to close out our update of the day, we also had a, um, a, a statement made by the lawyer for the laundries. And good old SB, boy, I'll tell you what, you want to talk about not getting things right ever? and being terrible when it comes to optics, this dude definitely takes the cake. So let's see what he had to say. Gabby Petito's death at such a young age is a tragedy, Bertolino told Fox News on Tuesday. While Brian Laundrie is currently charged with the unauthorized use of a debit card belonging to Gabby, 
Brian is only considered a person of interest in relation of Gabby Petito's demise. He continued, At this time, Brian is still missing, and when he is located, we will address the pending fraud charge against him. I mean, wow. And I think what Gabby's mom said sums it all up, and I probably don't even need to say anything else, so we'll close the show out with this. His words are garbage, she told WFLA. Keep talking. And so there you have it, folks. The autopsy results are in. Cause of death, manual strangulation, homicide. And Brian Laundrie is still nowhere to be found. So let's hope with these autopsy results and I would guess a new indictment coming down the pipe at some point for whatever kind of murder they decide on here, murder two, whatever it may be, I would guess that that's going to be coming down the pipe very soon. And let's hope that this son of a bitch is captured much sooner than later. Because if anybody has ever had to answer some hard-ass questions, it's this guy. The fact that he went missing in the middle of all of this and the fact that there's no other suspects, there's nobody else that was with Gabby, I think that pretty much points us in the direction where we all knew it was going. So let's hope they swoop him up very soon and let's really hope that some justice is sent down the pipe for Gabby and her family. If you'd like to contact me, you can do that at bobbycapucci at protonmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-P-U-C-C-I at protonmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P-U-C-C-I. All of the links that go with this episode can be found in the description box. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.